0: Welcome to Game That Tune
1: everybody it's game that tune back in the house once again oh man we got a great show coming up tonight let's jump right into it it's your boy john harrington here we got john regan say hey
2: hey we need to let's jump right into it i thought you were gonna have you just start the game no intros
1: (laughs) no it's just gonna talk really fast that's all i'm doing i got jesse Moore say hey (laughs) hey i got david fleming say hey hey hell yeah guys so uh man oh man if you're just joining us here on the game that tune podcast what we do is we listen to video game music we got three songs from a game we try and guess the game based on the songs a little bit of trivia goof off have a lot of fun and uh the winner at the night at the end of the night picks the theme for the next episode and plays their bonus tune so john as quick as possible tell us what was the theme for tonight's episode
2: the theme for tonight's episode is our every twenty-six episode redo, where we uh, go back and revisit uh, games
1: we've played on the show before, basically. That's pretty good, man. That's uh, you know not the quickest explanation I've ever heard. But yeah, man, uh, we you know, every now and then like to look back on previous games from Game That Tunes history. So uh, we got five great games. We got, uh, I think, a fan request in here as well. And uh, you know we're gonna we're gonna look back on some games with some uh, some extra tunes from before. So uh, you know let's uh, let's do it, man. Let's uh, let's have game one. All right.
0: Game one.
3: So how's everybody feeling? Wonderful. Oh well, yeah, well. I wrote this down like within a second. <laughs> so um, this is our fan request from at on Twitter. Uh, trivia for this game, this game features over 300 cheat codes, the most notable of which replaces several key words in the game's dialogue, including health and fate and mana, with the word "but." nice On the hat trick button.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> be prepared, John.
3: Uh, yeah, I'm the one that has to be ready on the hat-trick button.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's why I, that's why I said your name.
3: Oh. So we've got John saying Shovel Knight, John saying Shovel Knight, and Jesse saying Shovel Knight Heart. Mm. That's a hat trick.
1: <laughs> it sure is.
3: So, Shovel Knight, maybe you've played it? It's fantastic.
4: I
1: haven't yet. Yep, it's a really fun game. Love the game.
2: Seriously, John, you still haven't played this? No, I have I You know, I just got my 3DS out the other day and recharged it and did system updates and crap like that. I just need to go buy the game and, and play it. it. It is for 3DS. It, it is, it's is this? on 3DS, right? Is it on PC? Yes. I was going to say, is this not on, like, Steam yet? <laughs> like, <laughs> I, You know, I don't know. Everyone just talks about it on 3DS. <laughs> And Hmm. by everyone, I mean David. He's Um, my primary source of Shovel Knight. (laughs)
4: Yeah.
3: I like the idea of me just being a Shovel Knight pusher.
1: I feel like there's a joke in there somewhere, but I'm not going to reach it. Um, I don't
2: think it's an idea. I think it's reality.
3: (laughs) (laughs) See, I feel like this game is the perfect example of why these revisit episodes are fun because we covered this in episode nine mm, whoa. and since that time in 90 some odd episodes there's been a lot more added to Shovel Knight
1: yeah that's what I was thinking I'm like this is perfect for this because David's played I think most of the downloadable content and like new stuff added on where you can like play as the bosses so that's why I was really hoping that somebody would ask this and ask it of David so uh, <laughs> David tell us what's new in the last two years of Shovel
3: Knight Um, well, the game was released. That happened. Uh Uh-huh. So, they added Amiibo support for the Nintendo versions. The PlayStation version has an optional boss fight against Kratos, where after beating him, you get a new set of armor that lets you attack like Kratos. The Xbox version, you fight the Battletoads, including a section with the Turbo Tunnel, which is awesome. That's dope. And that it was. I wanted to use the Battletoads song, but it's literally just the Battletoads NES music. They don't like remix it or change it at all. Bat- and I didn't didn't want to fuck with you guys too much.
1: I mean, it wouldn't have been hard, it wouldn't have been a fuck with us because I I'm aware of the Battletoads DLC, and uh, I'm also aware of how the Shovel Knight soundtrack sounds. You can't hide this game from us. <laughs>
3: like, <laughs> Then there were also the, um, the boss expansions. There's the Plague Knight and the Specter Knight, and they've not yet released King Knight, but that should be coming out sometime in spring? Sometime soon?
1: Just gonna keep going with those? Are they gonna do all the bosses? Have they released Tinker Knight? No, it's...
3: It's just the three. Oh. I, well, I remember because they had a, a vote over like what bosses you wanted to play, and I really wanted... I cast my vote for Tinker Knight because I and, wanted to go through in some giant mech suit beating the hell out of everything, yeah, but sadly...
1: That's like some Mega Man X pleasures right there. Like, you know, a little silly knight, and you're just building all kinds of different mech suits. Like, that would be dope. I'm a little disappointed that more people didn't get behind that.
3: <laughs> Has anybody else played the expansions?
5: I, I played have not. a little bit of Plague Knight. Thoughts? I, it was super <laughs> cool. I I wish I would have played more. Um, it's it's weird because it's like you see all this stuff from Shovel Knight, but Plague Knight plays completely different than Shovel Knight. So it's like a completely different game because you have to uh, approach things like just completely different. I keep saying different because it is different. <laughs> yeah, sh- Plague Knight is a lot floatier and
3: like a lot the controls don't seem as tight because it's more about like crafting your bombs and using bombs for everything i really really liked specter Knight because specter Knight was much more like action oriented and it it kind of i don't know if like speed running is a genre but it kind of turned the game into a speed running game where, like, you have to keep momentum and go through everything as fast and quick as possible using all of these, like, wall jumps and air dives and scythe attacks, and it was really good. Cool. Nice. Yeah, I don't know if it's a genre,
1: but it seems like a lot of games release some kind of mode like that. Like, I mean, New Super Mario Brothers put out, like, New Super Luigi U or whatever, where it was, like, short levels that are heavy on the kind of complicated platforming stuff, and, uh, I'm trying to think of some other ones, but... I don't know. I feel like that's all Super Meat Boy is. It's just, you know, get through the level as fast as possible without dying very much. I don't know.
3: Yeah, so, that's why, I like, I don't know if it's technically, like, a genre, but it seems like there's a lot of games that kind of have that feel.
1: Yeah. I think that, you know, they just... I think a lot of games these days are, you know, the at least, like, the retro kind of platformers, or just platformers in general. Like, you know, you can play the game and enjoy it. You can also master the game and possibly enjoy it. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's cool that, that, you know, the game like this can appeal to almost everybody. Like, you know, the game itself is not super duper hard, but man, if you want to go for mastery and all these different expansions and stuff, like, uh, there's all kinds of tricks and complications to it to, uh, you know, really add some replay value to it. It's pretty dope. I'm glad they've, glad they've kept supporting it. Um, you know, though, I I almost think they should probably just go ahead and do, like, Shovel Knight 2. Like, I can only imagine a fresh set of knights, like... It'd be uh be kind of dope.
5: Let's see, there could be uh, oh. bubble night, heat heat night, quick crash night.
1: night, yeah, quick night, Qua- crash night, flash night, flash night, um, wood night, wood night, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this <sounds laughs> it just gets worse and worse. <laughs> wood night. Uh, you're know, the I'm fucking looking forward to the night battle now. against
3: metal night. Wait. No, that that one doesn't work as well. Dude, yeah, Metal Knight would be kind of metal. Um, (laughs) Proto-Knight, Dr. Knight. Dr. Knight, (laughs) Knight, fuck, we broke it. (laughs) Actually, yeah, it would be hilarious. (laughs) Dr. Knight throwing, like, pill bottles at you. Or, I mean, they
1: could also just skip a whole generation and do Shovel Knight X, (laughs) which would be kind of fucking awesome. (laughs) Like, all of a sudden, it's like, (laughs) yeah, he's fighting... Like, animals in knight outfits, and it's 16-bits, <laughs>
3: like, you know. No, it's, it's, just, it's still, like, the same structure, but instead of everyone being a version of a knight, everyone is a version of a dragon. So you have, like, Chill Dragon and Magma Dragon. I like it.
1: Yeah, you know, that's way better than Eagle Knight. Or is it? Yeah. <laughs> uh,
3: yeah, look into that. Kuwanger Knight
1: there's <laughs> so many so many possibilities you know if we get all the way to Shovel Knight X7 Tunyon Knight is gonna piss some people <laughs> off <laughs> oh man um but yeah so uh you know Shovel Knight's dope cool game and uh you know cool that they've kept supporting it for you know at least two years now uh <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kevin in the chat has brought up that unfortunately Shovel Knight Legends 3 was canceled. That's a very funny oh, joke. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's, that's good. <laughs> um, yeah, David. Anything else on uh, on Shovel Knight? Uh, was this our
3: request tonight? Uh, this was the request. Yes. Cool. Um, from Dire Hunch Crow. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, at Dire Hunch Crow.
1: Yeah. He's cool. He likes his Shovel Knight. He likes his video game music. Check him out on Twitter, and check out the Game Music subreddit, where he runs a pretty fun uh, little video game music quiz himself. So uh, thanks for the request uh, there, Dire Hunchcrow. And uh, Johnny, what do you think? Should we move on to Game 2?
0: Game 2.
2: Guys, catch those sweet, sweet, like rap battle lyrics
5: going on there. It was pretty amazing. <laughs> good. Oh, so yeah.
3: If this is the game that I think it, it is, is, I didn't realize there were lyrics <laughs> in it. Oh,
2: the words so the trivia for this uh, the words cope and CPU could be found graffitied onto the subway trains in the background of one level, which is a reference to a level from the original game in the series. <laughs>
1: John, I can't believe that you're using the game for the first time on our redo episode. <laughs>
2: Alright, let's... Wait. Let, that's not true. Let's see some answers. John says Sonic Forces, motherfucker. <laughs> what? Which is not correct. And the other two guys say Sonic Mania and Sonic Mania Brother. This is Sonic, Sonic Mania. Mania. I'm not giving you the hat trick for that, John. <laughs> no.
5: You do not get a point.
1: You and your liberal point distributions last week or whatever. (laughs) Fucking hey, man, whatever. Please
5: tell me that was a joke answer.
1: (laughs) Are you kidding? (laughs) I've been trying to get John to use Sonic Forces on this show for a long, long time. <laughs> yeah, I know, John. How I'm long?
3: Sorry. The game's only been out for what, like three or four months? Yeah, a long fucking
1: time, man. You know, quite frankly, John <laughs> should have used the the game on the show before it ever came out. Like, <laughs> it's the game we all loved from last year, Sonic Forces. You know, just
3: he should have used it before and then used it again on this redo episode. Yes, <laughs> even if it even if it didn't fit the theme, it's like it's flying games, whatever
5: Sonic Forces. <laughs> yeah,
1: trust me, bro. You're you, you know rolling around at the speed of sound. It's like flying. Uh, I flying. just
5: to see what
1: his, uh, OC would look like. Oh man, yeah, John. Who's your character in Sonic Forces?
2: Oh God, I would do my best to make uh, like a Sonic version of Donkey Kong since Donkey Kong's kind of oh my, my usual avatar for most things.
1: Oh, dude. Would that be Donnick
3: or Sonkey Kong? <laughs> I like it. <laughs> um, anyway. I, I imagine it would be Donic, but spelled with a K instead of a C. Yes. No. It would just devolve into Dank. Sanic um, King. <laughs> <laughs> just make Danica Patrick. Further <laughs> connecting her into the Sonic universe. <laughs> it just
1: devolves. Um, so yeah, anyway, Sonic Forces is the greatest Sonic game ever, and John, why'd you pick it for this episode?
2: Oh god, because I, I love it, and they have that new uh, expansion coming out soon, which I'm really excited about, uh, Sonic Mania Plus, where they're gonna add Mighty the Armadillo, and Ray the Flying Squirrel, which is possibly the deepest, one of the deeper cuts of the Sonic universe for sure. Can you um,
5: explain these characters?
2: Yes, so, and why I should I, care, boom, roasted. <laughs> I can't explain why you should care, but uh, <laughs> Mighty, Mighty the Armadillo and Ray the Flying Scroll first debuted in Sega Sonic the Hedgehog, the arcade game that was only released in Japan. Oh, um, cool. Wow. And then Mighty did have an appearance in a US game in a Knuckles Chaotix for the 32X. But this is the first time we'll have seen Ray in any kind of 2D game or 2D side scroller, I should say, because uh, Sega Sonic the Hedgehog is an isometric game. And, uh, yeah, he basically, he looks a lot like Tails, like he's kind of the same orange and he can fly, I guess. <laughs> well, isn't he a flying squirrel? <laughs> he is a flying squirrel,
3: whereas Tails is a two-tailed fox. Now, do you think, do you think that they'll actually play differently, or do you think they're just gonna be like skins of knuckles
5: and tails? That's a good Ooh. question, so one well, thing I is- I feel imp- like a flying squirrel would fly differently than Tails it would be more like a glider. Like Knuckles. Yeah, kind of like Knuckles. Knuckles. <laughs> yeah, <kinda> like <laughs> Knuckles. <laughs> so, here's
2: the thing. So, the guys that made Sonic Mania are, like, well-known ROM hackers, right? And I think one of them did work on some ROM hacks with, like, Mighty the Armadillo in them, where he does play differently. So, it could they could play differently, because these guys have experience with, like, making games with Mighty and, you know, Ray in them. So who knows uh there's they're also adding like a four player uh mode to it you know in in addition to the two player competition mode and um
5: that sounds awesome.
2: yeah and (laughs) there's something else too where you can save um your speed runs of levels and like race against yourself in like a ghost mode kind of thing i think perfect Hmm. And uh there's something else. Some kind of like there's some kind of remix zone where they I think the zone layout is actually the same, but they change like some of the colors or decorations or something like that. That that part doesn't really sound that great. But um Yeah. Sonic Mania is still my favorite
3: game of twenty eighteen. <laughs> Wait. I am Uh-oh. actually really looking forward to Plus, cause I don't I never got the original, but I do wanna get this since they're adding all of these extra features. And, I mean, I I have been dying to play as Ray the Flying Squirrel for as long as I can remember. So yeah,
1: As long as I've known the name Ray the Flying Squirrel, which was when they just announced now? Sonic Mania <laughs> Plus. I've been dying to play as Ray the Flying Squirrel. Haven't we all? Um, when no, I read that announcement, cool
2: that- I just sat there for a second and was like, Ray the fucking Flying Squirrel <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: uh, would it, okay would it have been better or worse if they had announced SBO the Chameleon <laughs> like, <laughs> better <laughs> it
2: could
5: <Yeah>. be both
1: <laughs> they like, really should just add like every possible character to it could it could have been I mean, Big the Cat would...
2: yeah, let's get, yeah let's get let's get Big the Cat let's get Charmy B in there let's Man. get Vector Crocodile
3: Vector right can we get the Warhog version of Sonic so why in there? The fuck no. Not? <laughs> <laughs> I like how the Sonic fan is sure, and the non-Sonic fan is fuck no.
1: Nope. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of all the uh, characters from like the Olympic Games. Uh, Silver the Hedgehog. Uh, the, the the Rouge the Bat Girl. Oh,
3: the Bat Girl. Yeah. yeah. Um. Um. Blaze
5: the Cat. Yeah. Yeah, Blaze.
1: <laughs> and Jet the Eagle. Robot. Um, yes. Uh, June the Swan. Um, that you made that up. <laughs> Being the Dynamite. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's already in the game.
3: Oh, what about um? Who's the um? Bark. Bark, the bark, polar bark is bear. somebody. Yeah, bark he's the in polar the
1: game. Bear, yeah.
2: Yeah, he's one of the. Yeah. He's one of the guys that the Heavy Magician transforms into.
1: Yeah, he's actually a boss. It's pretty dope. No. So, John,
2: yeah. I remember seeing you tweet about playing this game recently with, like, some nephews or something. Like, have you been enjoying Sonic Mania? Dude, it's it?
1: the only Sonic game I've ever liked.
4: Yeah, you know, <laughs>
1: I don't like Sonic games, like, whatsoever, but this game is a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, you know, I think it's probably, they since they lowered the barriers to uh, entry, as in, made it so you don't die and go all the way back to the beginning so I actually get to see the later stages of a fucking Sonic game for once. Uh, I'm very much enjoying it. and uh, Yeah, my uh, I had the Switch over uh, at my friend's house uh, around Christmas and I was playing it with my fucking four-year-old nephew and my friend's five-year-old uh, son and Sonic, I don't want to say it's easy, but these kids were kind of crushing it. Like... <laughs> You know, it is just essentially a two-button game. Like you, you're just kind of moving and you're jumping, and then you're holding down and you're pressing that jump button and it's making you rev up. Like it was pretty easy for these kids to jump in. Like they had they had a hard time with some of the uh, some of the obstacles in like the uh, act twos, but uh, for the most part, they they pretty much handled. It's like all right, you know, all you got to know is you got to jump on the enemies. You know, and if you if you get hit get your rings back and they were just like yeah sure thanks and they just like went to town on it so it was pretty I mean, good you say they're you know, I did have the- to help them I had to help them with some boss fights but like but they can pretty they much handled be, it
2: can they beat Chemical Plant Zone Act 1 in Under a Minute
1: John, are you challenging my fucking five-year-old nephew to a Sonic contest right now? Like, yeah, <laughs> is that your? <laughs> you
2: said he the was
3: crushing it. Don't start nothing. Won't be nothing. See, so yeah, was crushing exactly. it. it. Sounds like he's
2: actually not. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <you know, laughs> sounds your, like a coward. Your nephew's pretty cute, but can he run? You know, can he speed run it? Hmm? No, <laughs> of course not. He, he freaked out when he fell in the water. <laughs> like, uh, you know, no, he's not speedrunning it yet, John. What's wrong with you? <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, no, it, you know, it's it's fun. It's a fun game to kind of show the show the kids and help them with a little bit. And you know, now like whenever I'm you know hanging out, kind of sucks because it's like Uncle John, did you bring a game over? No, I didn't. Can we go outside and play Sonic? Yeah. Who do you want me to be, Knuckles? Okay. You know, like. You're Sonic, and I'm Knuckles, and all we're doing is running around the yard. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. You know, got my nephew all hooked on video games, and he doesn't own any. So, it's a, it's a little special thing that he and I have. This special bond between the two of us called Sonic Mania. Nobody else has this. So, um, which one of them is getting pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> It's who's, complicated, man. Whose
5: feet? Who's, you know, the, who looks whose feet? His
1: Sonic fan art is fantastic, and he's only in preschool. Like, it's... Whew, man, so good. Uh, no, let's move on. I don't want to talk about my nephew in that way.
4: <laughs>
1: John, what else on Sonic Mania?
2: That's about it. As soon as Sonic Mania Plus comes out, I'm buying it. Um, I don't care if I have yeah. to pay for it or not, I'm getting it. Stream <laughs> it, bro.
1: Show us all how no, it's I done. Oh you yeah! Know, you put on a fucking like blue sphere master class back when Sonic Mania came out.
4: So. <laughs> that yeah. was so good.
1: Show that the was people, so good John. At blue sphere. <laughs> yeah, no, it's ridiculous. That's the other thing. I tried playing that. Not good at it. <laughs> <laughs> blue sphere, not my game.
2: I've had twenty-seven <laughs> years of practice. <laughs> <laughs>
1: awesome.
0: Game three.
1: So, how are we feeling? Feeling pretty good. Good. So, in addition to the numerous characters that can be controlled by the player, there are 16 inanimate objects that can be controlled as well. Did a decent job of tricking John and Jesse, not so much I was David. About to say
3: tricky, tricky.
1: Yeah.
2: Hmm. I feel like that's a clue.
1: Hey I feel like the trivia was actually a pretty good clue, but what do I know? Um, you suck, John. So let's see. John says Earthbound. No. And Jesse says Smash Bros. Sadly incorrect. And David is correct. It's Super Mario Odyssey.
3: <laughs> I was say I feel like the the biggest clue was. Last episode when you said I can't wait for the redo when I'm going to use Super Mario Odyssey. There, there was
1: a rather large clue. Yeah, when David first used this game and I called my shot and said, "I can't wait until episode 104 when I pick Super Mario Odyssey." You know, when I call my shot, I take it, fellas. Remember baby's kids? Like <laughs> I fucking yeah, you know, I'm a man of my oh word. Oh god, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, I just realized I'm the joker of the show. I'm a, I'm a man of my word. Um, so, anyway, yeah, Super Mario Odyssey is uh, pretty dope. And there's 8-bit remixes of almost every stage theme, which is uh, what happens when you go into one of the little wall pipes, And that's what you hear when you're doing the little side-scrolling levels inside of each level. So, that was my tricky move. Um, I was hoping that maybe you would have uh, kind of overheard those songs, maybe on GTT Radio or just by seeking out the soundtrack. You know, I could have gone extra easy and done the, you know, jump up Superstar 8-bit version, but...
5: Yeah, you you could have. But no, (laughs) fuck
1: us, right? Fuck us.
5: (laughs) Hey, you know, man. Uh, Can't afford a Switch? Oh, fuck you, buddy. You know... That's all I heard.
1: (laughs) Yeah. John. Jeez, man. Uh, (laughs) Can't believe you would be so rude to Jesse. Uh, (laughs) fucking waving all your switches in Jesse's face um my chair is made of switches I remember the
3: first time I was in I went into like the 8-bit section and then I went back a, a second or third time to get like another moon and I realized that the music changed cause I thought it was just like generic 8-bit music like, oh. wait this set a- <laughs> oh
1: yeah there's, a, there's an 8-bit remix of everything in this game and it's pretty good man you know, like, there's there's just so many songs in this game that I wanted to use. It's like, <laughs> oh man, Steam Gardens, oh, Fossil Falls, oh, you know, <laughs> like, I could, I could use any of these. But, uh, yeah, you know, what a, what a, you know, just, I don't know, uh, what a just, like, giant game full of delicious, wonderful tunes. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's fucking, it's superb. Um, Johnny, do you still have that hot take key map from when David talked about Super Mario Odyssey?
2: Mhm, maybe.
1: Yeah, I think oh, like, he mapped it. No way, is it this H? one? Oh!
5: No. <laughs> 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 I remember know? we mentioned that it was important that you kept it on your soundboard.
1: Yeah, I thought you made a big like scene about mapping it to the letter H, but what do I know? Um so cool. No hot take then. Sorry no, guys, I'll it. save it for yeah. John as a sound cue. <laughs> so <laughs> so, so John, a what's, your, what's your
3: room temperature mild take on Super Mario Odyssey? Yeah. So David's hot take on
1: Super Mario Odyssey was, you know, this is the best Mario game ever. Which I feel like that's an ironic hot take. It seems like a pretty, pretty you know, straight shooting take. <laughs> like it's a very good game. Um, you know, my you know hotish take is. I like Super Mario Odyssey a lot, but it's uh, it's not my favorite Mario game. Like it, it's fun and it's great, but it's I don't know. I you know since I beat it, I haven't thought about it the way I have other Mario games. I feel kind of sad about it. Like it's so a joyous is game your to favorite? play. one? I don't know, man. Probably Super Mario 64 or you know Super Mario 3D World was actually really good. I thoroughly enjoyed that one. Oh yeah, that was um, great. And then, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of, you know, maybe, uh, and Galaxy's up there, you know, because it was, uh, it was kind of similar levels of wonder to, like, this and, uh, and, like, Super Mario 64. is just like, oh, yeah, this game's fucking a work of art, and I love it. Um, but no, I mean, Super Mario Odyssey's great. I'm not trying to get into the position of saying, like, the Super Mario Odyssey's not a good game, because it's a fucking amazing game. But, like, I just feel like it's, you know, For some reason, maybe it's just my oldness. Do I have early onset Alzheimer's or something? Like, this game is just, like, gone from my brain. Like, it just... There were a couple of memorable moments, but in general, I feel like I just have more fond memories of the other games. Like, I think it's because there's so many fucking things to do in this game. There's so many moons that it's just, like, bombardment. It's just, like... You know, whatever, I collected like 700 of those fucking things. I only remember a couple of them. <laughs> like, I don't know. I feel like I, you know, more specifically remember the previous games. I, you know, Johnny, you know what I'm talking about. You remember the other games better than you remember Super Mario Odyssey, right? Well, in the most strictest of
2: technical senses, yes. But, like, <laughs> can I name every star of the 120 stars from Mario 64? You know? No. There's really only like 8 to 10
1: <sighs> that I can, like, remember for sure.
5: Yeah, no, of course a, not. A quick rundown of the timeline of the Yeah.
1: Canon. You know. Just I don't know, you know, Johnny, tell us you know, tell us sixty. The sixty stars you need to beat Super Mario Sixty Four. Tell us the um, sixty or so you remember. In
5: order. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um
2: There's freeing the Chain Chomp.
1: And That's actually a, the sixth one, that's good, man. E- end of list. Almost there. <laughs> Fifty nine to go. That's tonight's lightning round. We're going to recite all 120 stars from Super Mario 64. Oh,
3: Oh, well, shit, because now we're going to have to cancel my lightning round of reciting all 999 moons in (laughs) Super Mario Odyssey. Oh,
1: Oh, man. (laughs) You know, fucking dueling lightning rounds. You know, we really should plan the show more often. But no, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, there's, there's some big moments in Super Mario Odyssey. The fucking New Donk Festival is super cool. You know, the, like, the Bowser fights are fun, and the, the final uh, final escape is awesome, but, like, in general, I just, I don't know. I'm not saying it's a bad game. Again, I, I don't want to get into that fucking position. Like, I, you know, thankfully didn't have to get into a Shovel Knight. I've somehow backed myself into a corner of being the guy that doesn't like Shovel Knight. Um, I don't want to be the guy that also doesn't like Super Mario Odyssey. I'm not prepared to
3: have a take that hot. <laughs> I thought you did like Shovel Knight. So... So, John, why don't you enjoy fun? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Why don't you like things that are good?
1: (laughs) Um, But no, it's just, I don't know, it's like, it's great, but I haven't felt the need to revisit it, and I haven't really, you know, thought about it all that much since I, you know, got out of it. Maybe it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, do I want to do another playthrough of Super Mario Odyssey? Fuck no! There's like 999 moons to collect. It's not like the okay, yeah, I'm well, gonna you know kind of do a casual run through Super Mario World or fucking 64 or whatever. Like I don't know if you can casually run through Super Mario Odyssey. It's here's
3: enormous. One thing, here's one thing to remember yeah. though. No, see, you you can. the The problem is. A casual run through of Super Mario Odyssey is gonna be over in like three hours, cause you only need like a hundred moons, and you can get a hundred after like the second kingdom. Yeah, no, it's- there's so many of them. It's just like here, take them. Yeah, it's crazy. Go fight Bowser. Fuck it, I don't care. Right, yeah, you know, but uh, but yeah, no, it, you know, it's it's good, it really
1: is, but it's just kind of <laughs> like, well, you know, I feel like it's it's almost like too good to want to revisit, and it's also going to cause a problem for Nintendo going forward. Because every Mario game now is going to seem small in comparison. <laughs> like Here's something it's I want to pause too big.
2: Here's, here's a question for you. So you say that, mm. um, you know, Super Mario Odyssey is hard to do casual playthrough, you know, uh, in comparison to, say, Super Mario World. But, is it that... Is that the issue, or is the issue that you know, being an adult and things like that, like we don't have as much time as we used to have, and so because, like, are you going to go? To f- are you going to go do a casual run through Super Mario World? You know, in the next few days, probably not, right? Like, I did I don't it think as soon
1: as I got my SNES Classic, I beat the game in like thirty minutes. Oh, okay. yeah. go!
2: <laughs> <laughs> like. You know, it's it's I think that we would replay Super Mario 64 all the time because back then we had a lot more time on our hands and way less money well, yeah. to spend on video games. Today sure. it's like, well, yeah, you can replay this game or you can go buy another one and then go play that, well, yeah. you know.
1: No, but I, I mean even so, I, you know, I've probably only played Super Mario, you know, 64 to like, you know, a 120 star completion like twice in my life and, you know, a whole lot more besides that, but like you know, yeah, you know, I don't generally feel the need to go back and play these games again, but it's almost just like maybe I just got too into Mario Odyssey, like I just I blew through it too quickly or something. Like it's, I can, it,
3: I can kind like of understand where you're coming from because <laughs> I, I mean, I'm on record as being like the person who adores this game. Yeah. it was my hot take that started this, but um. I'm hesitant to go back and play through it again just because I know it's not going to have the same impact. Right. Like, it's still going to be great and amazing, but it's not going to be magical.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. I I think Nintendo, one of the things they kind of wanted as one of the themes of this game is surprise. And uh, playing through it a second time, there isn't as much surprise. (laughs) Like Maybe there would be because they bombarded you with so much shit that you've forgotten some of it, like I have. But at the same time, it'd be like, oh yeah, right, now I just have to go through this and do this, and, you know, it would all set, set back into your mind. I don't know. You know, I love the game, don't get me wrong. Magical game, fucking wonderful soundtrack, a lot of fun to play, but, you know, somehow it's just already kind of gone from my mind. As opposed to, you know, like fucking, you know, my game from last year, Breath of the Wild, I feel, I, I still want to go and sit back down and get back into that world and dig a little deeper. So yeah, I don't know, it's just it's it's strange, it's a strange phenomenon. And I feel I you know, I had weird feelings about it, because it's a Mario game. I fucking love Mario games. I love playing the shit out of Mario games. You know. Almost every Mario game besides like Super Mario Sunshine I've played through at least a couple of times. <laughs> so you know, it's uh it's weird to have this one, you know which is objectively better than Sunshine, fall into the ranks with Sunshine of like, I don't know if I want to go back on that one.
3: Like, so... So I think it's funny because I feel the exact same way about Breath of the Wild. Like, I played through it, I was like, this game's incredible, amazing, and then I set it down and said, well, done with that. What, did you 100% it? No! God, no! Okay, just
1: wondering. <laughs> I was gonna say, if you 100% it, then yeah, I get it. But like, you know, I still got work to do in Breath of the Wild. I, you know, I, I never even finished, I never got my damn motorcycle. <laughs> like, you know... There's a motorcycle? Adult
2: life
3: has gotten in the way. So, that's also a problem.
1: Uh, but...
3: Yeah, there's, there's a DLC that, like, adds extra story bits, and if you clear through it, the, the final reward is you get a motorcycle.
1: Badass. I thought I talked oh, to you what? about that. You know, it's uh, Maybe. Dope, uh, maybe. But, you know, That's great, I, though. I stopped just short of getting that, so I gotta get back to that. And then I gotta work on all my cool trick videos, like all the people I follow on Twitter. People are doing cool-ass stuff in Breath of the Wild, and I would like to see some similar stuff coming out of Super Mario Odyssey. You know, there's, uh... There's fun ways to play that game. I mean, some of the fucking crazy-ass jumps people are making, I've tried to replicate, and I've been able to do like one or two of them, but man, people people have played the, uh, played the hell out of this game. It's deep. It's fun. But... That's what I I love about the balloon mode,
3: where it's like, you can place a balloon and then you have to pop it, and sometimes you go to, like, I'm gonna get this balloon, and you go and track it down. It's like, how the fuck did you put that there? Yeah,
1: I hate that. It's like, I know how to do everything in this game. Except that. oh shit. You only had ten seconds and you got it all the way up there? Like... Huh. Good for you. I'm gonna go to the other uh, kingdom or something. Like... Fuck yeah! Maybe that's uh, maybe that's a negative in Mario's column. It's connecting it with all the people online has made it very clear that I'm not actually very good at things like Super Mario Odyssey. Like, yeah, I got some cool runs and jumps. Oh Jesus, I can't do that. Like, <laughs> oh man. Oh well. Uh, yeah, I don't really care. It's a it's a fun ass game. Um, I'll probably replay it at some point. Maybe I'll play it once my nephew gets into it. Yeah, we briefly played that together, and all he could do was sling the hat. He had no idea what he was doing. So he's good at 2D games. Sonic Mania, that's his jam. 3D games, oh, those little thumbs, they just can't handle the sticks yet. So, uh, you know, (laughs) we'll we'll work on that together. But, yeah, uh, awesome tunes, awesome game. And, uh, Johnny, I think we should keep going before I dig myself into a deeper hole.
0: (laughs) Game 4.
5: This Ooh. game takes place in an office building where... Uh, no. <laughs> Anyways. Okay, so... um When using his sudden impact power, this character, or the main character, bears a striking resemblance to Super Saiyan Goku from Dragon Ball Z. Also... There is a guard standing in front of the castle that states he has altered his body to defend peace and justice of the town and became a hero and super cop, robo-officer. This is a parody of the 1987 film RoboCop. guys yeah, feeling <laughs> not great you know i'm feeling really good that's you david come on you feeling anything feeling okay all right show us let you johnny anime sex game 420 nice incorrect uh miss school ninja starring goemon is correct that uh, john and david both said so yeah you guys yeah, play this luck. game
1: uh, no, still haven't. But I heard that exact third song on GTT Radio earlier today. So, That's uh, awesome. <laughs> yeah, you know what a wonderful coincidence. And you know it was like, hey, wait, I know this song. Oh yeah, there's <laughs> the the guy's immediately singing "Gone, Body! So uh, yeah, it's kind of clearly a Goemon song. There's John's ass. Um, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, sexy time on Game <clears> that <throat> Tune with Mystical Ninja Star and Goemon. So, David, tell us about all your experience playing Mystical Ninja Star and Goemon.
3: Oh, where do I even begin?
1: See, I would have done Honestly. this to John, but he walked away, smartly. So, David, take us through Damn your memories.
3: <laughs> so that's it? Now I become the John? <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> the hierarchy Tip.
1: has become it's- clear. Well, it can't be me, I'm the host, and it can't be Jesse, because he's got actual fond memories of the game, so it, it defaults to you. <laughs> like, Why can't you be the John? Your name is John. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know but I made myself the host to avoid that. <laughs> like, I'm not asking myself any questions. That would be you know, cause serious right, uh, introspection, and no one I- wants that.
3: Then he went near All right, us. I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll go ahead. I'll, I'll play the part. Hit, hit me with the question again.
1: So, David, take us through all your fond memories of playing uh, Mystical Ninja Starring Goemon for the Nintendo 64.
3: Um, well, it's a game, and it's got ninjas. Uh.
1: <laughs> wow, it's like John never even left. Um, yeah, so, Jesse, uh, so you're apparently still the only person who's played Mystical yeah. Ninja. So. Obvious. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Just... Yeah, I've,
5: I've not played it, now. <laughs> This you know, game let me tell is you everything. Still underrated, apparently. I'm sure.
1: You know, then they still need to make new Goemon games. Like, you know, Konami, get off your asses. Don't just make pachinko machines. Give us, you know, Goemon Survive or Goemon Solid 5, um, the Phantom Mystical Ninja. That would Anything. be amazing. <laughs> just start throwing Goemon into your existing games, you lazy Konami fucks. Like,
3: <laughs> just do Can it. we please get Goemon versus Dracula? Oh man.
5: Would, I would love like, it. I'd play that. Yeah. But yeah, you this know. game is great. Um, uh,
1: last one I'm throwing out there. Going on Netflix series.
5: Yeah, I check it out. Yeah, I'd, I'd watch. watch it. <laughs> so yeah, uh, this uh, this game is uh is really cool. It's it's a an N64 game, obviously, but like I think it's like maybe one of the top ten games on N64. Like that's just my opinion, but it's so fun, like. I never owned this, uh, but I rented it at least like five, six times. Like I, I paid more to rent it than if I would have just bought it. <laughs> and like it was, it's it's crazy. Like these aliens come down and start turning all the Japanese castles into European castles and stuff. Terrible. And. Yeah. <laughs> and like there's like weird like opera numbers and then there's a the giant robot battles that are super cool. And um it kind of plays like a Zelda game. Um you know, you got to run around and get items to go to different areas and then you know, it's 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 Zelda but ninjas and you get like four playable characters that you can switch between at all times. Um like you start off with just two um Goemon and uh, Maru, I think, is his name. He's oh, this yeah. little pudgy guy, <laughs> and off like he starts off the game without wearing any clothes, <laughs> and he has to go home and get his uh, out, his clothes. It's it's great, and uh, then you get Who like the a other samurai woman and a robotic ninja, and uh, those two characters are pretty cool. Um, oh, I remember there's like food-based enemies and. <laughs> Which is
1: weird. Sounds like everything about this game's weird, which makes me re- really regret having not played it. Like, you know, it's one of those blockbuster rentals that I feel like I could never get my hands on. You know, it's it's
5: very. Uh, there's a lot of humor in it, and um, yeah, it's a very neat game. The music. There's a ton of great music in this game. Um, I I tried to watch a speedrun today. Apparently, you can speed run this game in like almost two hours nice and that's, damn that's crazy, but the thing is is like for this speed run, and this kind of made me mad, and I kind of rage quit it um he was using he's like this has to be the Japanese version, and he was exploiting all these bugs and stuff like there's this one part like you don't even have to get the first weapon that you need to get to get to the uh the, the second dungeon, he just skips the whole first dungeon. Just like he jumps on this sign and it makes him jump through the game. And I'm just like, you know what? That's that's kind of garbage. Like, when I watch a speedrun, I want to see how fast someone can actually go through the game, not exploit bugs in the game. Like, I understand if it's in the game, it's in the game, but yeah, still, it's kind it's of speed kinda run garbage. Kinda you don't get sucks. to see the game being played at a high level, you get to see some. Hacker Bullshit. Yeah, no, uh... uh,
1: One of those fucking games done quick, the last one they did, uh, I was really excited because they were doing a a speedrun of Metal Gear Solid, the original one, and I'm like, oh man, that could be really fucking cool. But no, they were doing a speedrun of Metal Gear Solid specifically for the PC, which is, uh, as the guy who was doing it said, a notoriously buggy version of Metal Gear Solid with, like, tons of exploits and all this stuff. So instead of fucking, like, watching someone just kick ass at Metal Gear, you watched him just, like, crouch a bunch and accidentally fall through walls and shit. And it's just like, you know... This isn't entertaining. Like, I'm sure somewhere (laughs) there's a hotel uh, banquet space full of people sitting watching this happen live.
3: But, no, this isn't very entertaining. (laughs) Like, (laughs) fuck. That's what I loved about the the Games Done Quick Splatoon 2 single player. Because it was somebody who had gone through that game and figured out, like, all of the tricks. And not, like, bugs and sequence breaks. But, like, if I can hit... If I can ink this one section of the wall, I can go into it and then jump off and skip, like, this portion of the level, look how good I am.
1: Yeah, no, I've seen some crazy-ass, like, Splatoon speedrun people. It's awesome! Like, the way they move through those levels is supremely impressive, and it doesn't involve bugs, it just involves fucking skill, like... I guess it takes skill to manipulate some bugs, but it's not very fun to watch. <laughs> like <laughs> I,
2: I enjoy watching those bug kind of runs. Like um of course you, know, you can you beat do. Super Mario World in like four <laughs> minutes by placing a bunch of red shells in just the right spot and then, ah, uh, and then like next. having Yoshi swallow an enemy at the same time he swallows a coin or something and like it, it just j- jumps straight to the credits you know like I, somebody had to figure yeah. that shit out <laughs> like, like, that's amazing. like those
5: kind of bugs those are kind of fascinating for the first couple of times you know sure. but when it's like okay you gotta crouch down in this corner and then like jump this like really weird way and then you just like fall through the level to get to this other thing and it's just like, like you're just looking at the wall and you look stupid doing it I don't yeah. know
3: no, and that, and, and that it's fucking, just kind of disappointing because it's like, hey, watch me play through this game. I'm not going to play through it. Right. That's the thing.
1: That fucking that Super Mario World thing was really cool to watch because it was bizarre and inexplicable. But it also brings into question what it exactly means to beat the game. Because all that guy did was, you know, do some sort of fucking hack. And by his definition, since he saw the credits and they, you know, went to the end where it says, you know, thanks for playing, he had beaten the game. He actually hadn't done a fucking thing, but you know, yeah, I beat the game. Like No, I can go I can go Google image search the final fucking screen of Super Mario World. I didn't beat that shit. Like, no, he you know, beat the game ah, in the sense
2: that he like beat that game into submission. Like he made the game do what he wanted it to do. <laughs> yeah.
5: Gross, John. <laughs> that Gross. came out wrong. Did he? Did he clean it afterwards? Yeah, fucking, you know,
1: call it an Uber.
5: Uh, <laughs> God, shit. Man. Okay, I didn't mean it quite like that. I mean, like,
3: you know, he owned it. No, uh, I don't so, know. Mystical Ninja starring Goemon. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, uh, it's really something, huh? <laughs> yeah, you, you guys gotta need. You guys need to get on it. It's 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 a cool game. I I've, I, I've been playing it a little bit on and off. And I think it still holds up, kind of, you know. Yeah, no, I think it's platforming uh, decent still, you know.
1: I need to see how much it is at like a local retro game store, because you know I don't like very much playing uh, emulated Nintendo 64 games. But like, you know, if this were out there for like fifteen, twenty bucks, I might give it a give it a shot. You know, so have to have to take a look around,
3: play it perfectly legally. Yes, totally. I mean, you pretty much had me sold with Zelda with ninjas.
5: Hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, and also... And as I'm Robot! Looking, as I'm looking through the Wikipedia page, how has this never come up? That the character of Goemon is loosely based on legendary Japanese thief Ishikawa Goemon. Um, well, how have we not discussed that? You know, the character Goemon is based on a guy who was born in 1558 and was boiled alive in public... After trying to assassinate someone, and thereby becoming a Japanese legend who is now attributed like, supernatural ninja skills. That's
5: fucking awesome! <laughs> yeah, that, like, it, that fucking is, yeah. Why did sure anybody tell the... me there was a real-life I... Goemon? Are you sure that's not was I was just about
3: to say, isn't the real-life Goemon the inspiration for Goemon from Lupin the Third? Probably.
1: And, you know, I also love that Goemon,
3: so... Are you, know, you sure that um, this Legend of
2: Goemon isn't uh, like a Quentin Tarantino film? Because that's what it sounds like it, it should be.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, it it sounds that brutal, and yes, Quentin Tarantino should presume to make a movie about it. But uh, no, apparently it's just a there was a legendary fucking like thief and assassin <laughs> back in Japan in the 15 fucking hundreds Man. who is now a legendary uh, you know ninja assassin, and he you uses know, a pipe
5: for a weapon.
1: Yeah, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. And unfortunately, he yeah, probably I... didn't have to contend with many giant robots, but uh he's like he's like Jap- he's like J- uh, Japanese Robin Hood and that's fucking awesome. So, that needs to come up um, whenever I, I did... think of Goemon now.
3: <laughs> I did just double check and the character in Lupin the 3rd is Goemon Ishikawa the 13th. Oh, there... <laughs> so he is a direct descendant. Yeah.
1: That's the shit. I love Lupin. <laughs> If everybody on that show was just a direct descendant of some famous Japanese folklore person, that'd be pretty fucking cool. <laughs> like, um, But anyway, I don't know enough about Lupin to say anything more than that. And, uh, you know, Jesse, you got anything else before we move on? Just check it out. Fuck yeah, I will. You know, does it feature anybody being boiled alive? Maybe. Okay, yeah, you got to play to find
0: out. Okay, all of it.
1: I'm go. sure there's a ROM hack with that feature added in. <laughs> Boiled going on.
0: Game Ugh. five. <laughs>
3: So, when this game was initially released, uh, it received criticism for its roster of playable characters. One character in particular, fans cried, was only there as advertisement for an upcoming game in this series. However, the developers had decided to put that character in the game without even knowing that that game was in development. got some answers
1: this comes as no
3: surprise so we have jesse saying hyrule warriors sadly incorrect we have john harrington saying fire emblem warriors which is correct and john regan says fire emblem something something squiggle five (laughs) dollars um points? (laughs) points? <laughs> nope, just point for John Harrington, then. Boo-yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay
2: well, with that. Well, John
1: said Fire Emblem. That should count for John. Uh, <laughs> nah. <laughs> that gets him something. Throwed the poor okay. man a bone.
3: Point for John. Ugh.
1: No, you know, uh, I figured once uh, once this episode rolled around that you were gonna take the chance to rectify our episode 89 lost episode situation
3: like <laughs> i was gonna say i wanted to do this because a the music is awesome and b because our podcast listeners have not heard anything about this game yes exactly you know like <laughs> uh, it, true in
1: true redo episode fashion You know, when a redo episode comes around, David picks a Warriors game that he has not been able to discuss for our podcast listeners. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, David, uh, tell us all about Fire Emblem Warriors like it's the first time we've ever heard you talk about
3: it. Well, it's also... I'm also excited for this opportunity because last time I had only played the game for about a week because it came out about a week before Super Mario Odyssey. Once Odyssey was out, this kind of got, like, put back on the shelf. And now I've been able to more fully explore the game, and this game has kind of become my new obsession.
1: It's the only game that my Nintendo Switch ever gives me a notification that you're playing. Like, anytime I'm playing something and, like, working on the podcast or whatever, and your little icon pops up, DFT Fleming, Fire Emblem Warriors, like... I think he's into his
3: warriors. (laughs) So I actually, I I checked before the show, I have played Mario Odyssey for 50 hours. I have played Splatoon 2 for 55. I have played Fire Emblem Warriors for over 75 hours.
1: Okay, (laughs) so you're outpacing your usual obsessions. So
3: uh, (laughs) awesome. This game is great. I end. love... I'm sorry. Yes, John?
1: Oh, I was saying, the end. Let's go on to the calculated computer.
3: Uh, <laughs> no, I was <laughs> No, and it's like, as I've gotten more into it, um, I've started to really enjoy and appreciate the fire emblem part of it, because it's it's a lot more strategic, and it's not just... You still get the like hacky-slashy combat, but... There's the Fire Emblem elements because you get the weapon triangle and you get the pair-up mechanic. And those really add everything to it because as you fight characters that you are weak to, you can take them out more easily. Everybody gets a little, like, stun gauge. And if you you have an advantage over them, you can make a critical strike against them. And then the pair-up mechanic, when you bond together and you perform like your ultimate attack you actually both of you will cross over and do it you can also swap between characters and you can do it mid combo which is really useful so like if if you have a if you're playing as a spear character and you're fighting an axe character the axe has the advantage so you're fucked but if you're paired up with a sword character who has an advantage against the axe you can swap out attack them bring up a critical gauge, swap back, mm. and then fuck up the axe user. Mm. Sweet. You
1: know, I, think the, I think the point that you're trying to make is uh, this is a Fire Emblem game that's not a Fire Emblem game, and therefore you're actually having fun playing it. it would that be a correct assessment?
3: Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's I like that there's more strategy to it, so it's not just mindless button mashing grinding, but it's also not so strategy oriented that you're just looking at like spreadsheets and menus. So it has a, it strikes a really, really nice balance.
1: I take it. I really do.
3: Um, also shout out to Dell in the chat who brings up the point. Robin is greater than every other character. Which is accurate. Uh, <laughs> Robin is my favorite character in this game. Oh, yeah? Is there a reason? Yeah um, Well, Robin is a mage, so all of the magic attacks cover like a wide area, so you just tear through enemies. And because there's bows, uh, magic, and Tiki, who uses a dragon stone. they're, they're not part of the weapon triangle. Mm. So as you attack enemies with Robin, you build up a little gauge, and once you build that gauge up, you can activate it and get a critical strike against any character, regardless of weapon. So you basically have an advantage against anyone. Sweet. Okay. Cool! (laughs) Okay, I was just... I didn't know if anybody else had anything else to add, or if I should just keep going. You are the only one that's played this, you should
1: absolutely just keep going. All I'm saying is sweet, because it all sounds really fucking sweet, and I still haven't played it. It
3: is! And, um, going to the trivia, everybody seems to be shitting on this game because of the roster. Because most of the characters have clones, where it's the same moveset, but, like, different stats and different animations. And when the game first came out, Celica from Fire Emblem Gaiden, which just got remade as... Echoes shadows of something, something. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, this is this is bullshit! They just put her in as free advertisement." But apparently, the dev team was like, "No, we we just really like Gaiden, and we wanted to put her in there, so we
1: thought people would be happy." You know, what would have been free advertising if they put in a Toyota Celica uh, instead of the character. <laughs> like, if you were <laughs> playing no, a this Fire is Lo- Nintendo.
3: It's got to be a Mercedes. Yeah, but I'm just saying,
1: you know, it's like put a put the Celica in there. What, you know? What is this? 2006? Do we have an agreement with Toyota on this? Somebody check on it. But in the meantime, develop it. We, you know, we need to be able to switch between the the Dragon Rider and the and the, the Coupe on the battlefield. <laughs> like, put the Celica in there. Um, cool. See you later. That's my Celica joke.
3: <laughs> well done. <laughs> but, I mean, everybody was like, "There's so many clones. All the moveset." Blah. But the thing is, there's not a bad character. Every character is fun and enjoyable to use whereas if you look at Hyrule Warriors all of those characters play differently and some of them really suck
5: Ooh, Who are the worst the, the worst 3 characters in Hyrule Warriors? Go. Yeah, bottom 3.
3: Um okay, definitely Lana with the Deku spear. Um I would say probably Zelda using wow. the Wind Waker. <laughs> Which... which sucks, because I really wanted to like that weapon, but you don't move. You stand in one spot and attack from there, so, like, anybody can just gang up on you. And I would... I would probably say Wizro, who's one of the, like, new villains, who's, like, the magic... demon guy. Because it's... it's a cool idea, because he kind of, like, sets traps and everything to, like activate and spring on the enemies but it requires planning and in a warriors game you're not really planning
1: i can't believe you put my boy wizro on blast like that david what the fuck <laughs> yeah i'm just Oh, uh,
3: i mean that's my opinion you know <laughs> i i will say tetra is probably low on the list because she has like next to no range i still love using tetra She's one of my favorite characters to use, but she's got like So I say all that to say.
1: I'm just practicing my angry faces.
3: So say all the like people listening to it on the podcast, like, why is he pausing so much? <laughs> it's because John's gonna explode here. Cause Tetra is like Corin and Fire Emblem Warriors. Not a great character, but fun to use. Mm-hmm. And Corrin is basically the worst character in the game. Like, their, their worst character is a solid B. Wait, Corrin's the worst? That Yeah, how could that be? Corrin's OP as fuck.
1: Just going on Smash Bros.
3: <laughs> but no, like... Yeah, it's, it's like the video game equivalent of Popcorn. You can just keep going back to it, and you just keep wanting an extra handful. It's, it's not going to change your life. It's not going to move you to tears. But damn if it's not fun, and you just want to keep playing it.
1: You're not eating the right kind of popcorn, bro. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, okay.
1: you got to get a big bag of that uh, kettle corn they sell at the fair. Like, oh, man. When they're stirring that shit up, and they dump the sugar on it, and they pour it out hot and fresh, and then just bag it up. You Get like fucking a you know laundry bag full of it for like five dollars. That's some life-changing fucking popcorn right there. <laughs> like, I can't believe nobody else is backing me up on this.
2: I'm just well. What I'm wondering right now is why isn't late-night kettle corn delivery a thing? Because I really want some kettle corn now. Where
1: do
5: they do this?
1: Uh, I'm talking about it at the North Florida Fair here in Tallahassee. But I, I would bet that that's at any state fair. They got some guy stirring up a thing of kettle corn anytime you want. And yeah, why is there not like a Little Caesars for kettle corn, <laughs> like a hot and ready kettle corn shop? <laughs> like, holy shit, we just came up with our like million dollar idea.
5: Game that tune, kettle corn, dude. Exactly. <laughs> oh. Kettle that corn.
1: That's uh, that's what that's where your Patreon dollars are going. It's going to getting us a large seasoned kettle to make kettle corn at the fair with.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, um. We're canceling the 24-7 music streaming site and using that money to instead buy a giant copper pot. Yes. I don't know if
2: you're severely underestimating how much... Uh, a copper pot cost, or severely overestimating how much it costs to run that stream. <laughs> Shut
3: up! We want them hey, to we'll think that it costs a lot detail. of money, so they'll give us more!
1: Seriously, John, eventually we'd like to do both, you dumb fuck! <laughs> we want to fucking stream music for people and make kettle corn, it! And you're blowing it! <laughs> oh, god! Uh, pull back the curtain, I'm sorry, everybody. Anyway, David, you were talking about Fire Emblem Warriors and how it's delicious, sugary kettle corn. Yeah,
5: basically. What's
3: your I mean, favorite like I said, c-
5: character of uh, Kettle Corn? <laughs> is it Kettle um, Corn? <laughs>
3: I, I am a big fan of Robin, who is sweet. Uh, I'm also a huge fan of Lynn. That's more of a caramely flavor. And um, I got to say, I really like Anna, who is... Chocolate-covered?
5: <laughs> Who's your pick for, like, uh, some people like a more of a salty popcorn, kettle corn? Yeah. What would you pick for the salty one? Mm. Ike.
3: Ike is unfortunately not in the game. What? <laughs> yeah. Um, <coughs> salty, I would probably say one of the Wyvern Riders, either Minerva or Camilla. Ooh, cool.
1: <laughs> so, like, and, and Minerva. Is, what about somebody kind of, like, buttery and smooth? Or uh, or a cheese flavor. I
2: I am so fucking cheesy um.
1: (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
5: Dangerously (laughs) cheesy.
1: (laughs) Those those Boy Scout cans of popcorn you would get.
2: (laughs) Uh, I'm gonna eat so many snacks when we're done with this show.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Um. Okay. So you have to clarify: is cheesy good or is cheesy bad? It's delicious. (laughs) (laughs) What's your problem? Then the cheesy killin' is definitely Rioma, and I think the butter is crom and Lucina. Yeah, the butter's the one that gets
1: left in the kettle all the time. Like you eat the caramel and you eat the cheese, and the butter's the last thing you touched, so (laughs) you know, boom, I just got you to toss crom and lucina under the bus. Boom. Uh, They're staying Staying in in the can
3: they're fun to play as like i said like the worst characters in this game are very enjoyable to you exactly and the
1: popcorn's eventually still very tasty to eat you just got to get through the fun delicious characters first you
2: got me thinking about how like you know cheese powder on popcorn like that cheddar cheese powder on popcorn is so good but man if you like melted cheese on popcorn that would be so disgusting would it I was imagining like Mexican, you know, four cheese, cheddar cheese, a little popcorn and then you microwave it. I don't think that'd be particularly uh, great.
1: Why Mexican? Why not just like some cheddar, man? I don't like. think cheddar would be good either. I can't. Do you maybe, when you do powdered Parmesan. cheese on your popcorn, is it Mexican spice flavored? Like is it peppered jack? No, well that'd be great if it was powdered. I'm just saying the powdered
2: versus the not powdered cheese is the difference here. Like, <laughs> Like no nah, man, on can you imagine cheese? stirring up now a kettle of kettle, kettle me-
1: corn and then dumping some cheese into it? Like <laughs> that'd be fucking awesome. <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, I'd be, be like John's talking about
3: pairing up like Mexican cheeses with popcorn, and now I'm wondering if popcorn will pair with tequila.
1: Uh, I think everything that's... pairs pretty well with tequila. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, popcorn. Or would does be...
3: everything pair well with popcorn?
1: That's a good yeah. question. Let's open up a fucking you know a Fire Emblem Warriors uh, themed pop up <laughs> restaurant, popcorn and tequila shop, and just see how people like it. <laughs> now, can if, we
3: can we please call it Cornin and Tequila?
1: Yes, I was hoping you would have some popcorn is, and tequila puns for that one. Is um, tequila just spelled tequila?
4: <laughs> So, so now, that, yeah. Like yeah now that we're be. talking
1: strong pairings of popcorn and tequila, who is the patron of uh, Fire Emblem Warriors? If we're talking tequila, like who's your top shelf?
3: Um, either Lin or Ryoma. Okay. Tight. Because like <laughs> Lynn is probably the single best character in the game, and Ryoma is just basically broken.
1: Nice. Uh, you know, I like a I like a broken. Broken character and a broken bottle of tequila, I can usually just kind of pocket that and leave the restaurant with it. Come so on. which
5: one has the worm in it? <laughs>
1: uh, that's uh, that's like non. Uh, I'm I'm always thinking of tequila like clear tequilas now.
5: Is it mezcal? Maybe yeah. I thought you were asking what character, and I was trying yeah. to come, like figure it out. Was like, ah. So which <laughs> character is the mezcal with the worm? Yes. <laughs>
3: in it? Um, probably Tiki. Who is situationally the best character? Sweet. <laughs> Cause Tiki's whole gimmick is if has anybody here played Hyrule Warriors?
1: Uh, not in a few years. Alright. Cool. Briefly.
3: Um Tiki is the young link. She is a very weak little dragon girl, mm. but once she builds up a gauge, she can transform into a giant dragon form and just wreck shit. That's cool.
1: I like it. So once you get to the bottom of the bottle and you eat the worm, you transform into the dragon and you just wreck that shit, man. It's just like you're in a blackout state. You know, that actually, David, that makes perfect sense. What a cogent analogy. Um, so yeah... Now I want to go get drunk and eat popcorn. <laughs> that was Just fantastic. A, this segment. has gone
3: on a tangent I did not expect. Really but you handled
1: go. that business, man. I can't believe it. You've stepped up to the plate, son. You really <laughs> have been playing this. I was going
3: to say, I've got like 75, 80 hours in this game. <laughs> I can
1: so. compare any character in
3: this game to any food you want, motherfucker.
2: <laughs> I want to go pop some popcorn. I want to sprinkle some shredded cheese on it and throw it in the toaster oven and see if it's delicious or disgusting. I think it will be disgusting. That does
3: not sound good to yes, me. Yes, that will be Why disgusting. Why pop popcorn and then put it in an oven? Yeah. To melt the cheese in it. It's already
5: done. To melt the, yeah. Just to melt what the cheese. He wants to melt the cheese on top of it. Yeah.
1: Then get a fucking, you know, a heat lamp or something. Don't toast it. Like, I Listen, you know, Fuck, man. I'm. No, that's pop- why you gotta. That's why you gotta kettle up the popcorn, and then as it's popping, you gotta dump the cheese into it. You gotta dump some shreds in there so a little melts on every popping kernel. And then you dump it into a big bag at the fair. You know, it. <laughs> It's probably a good thing. It's just you know, the logistics of it make no sense. I
2: oh, don't know. It's probably. God. See, okay, I have a lot of time on my hands now because I just got cut down to like half time at work and I'm, and I'm interviewing for jobs, you know? So, like, i am got to figure this out. <laughs> this
3: is great or disgusting. You know what you could spend all that time with? Enjoying or hi- er, Fire Emblem Warriors on the oh, Switch, yeah, are Adding
2: more gifts to the 24/7 stream. Yes,
5: yeah, get to work. <laughs> I feel like if you try your popcorn experiment, it should be a fun video. Yeah, you know,
1: and work on that self-flipping pancake already, man. Put some panca- uh, put some popcorn kernels in the batter so when it pops, <laughs> it flips. You know, you want to be a fucking absent-minded inventor or what? <laughs> Shit, John. Um, anyway, Fire Emblem Warriors is dope. Uh, it's easily compared with all food food and liquor Uh, you know David is just Mr. Handle that business and uh, David unless you got something
3: else man I feel like it's
1: time to move on
3: no only thing I could add is if you have any interest give it a shot it is a great game hell yeah one day Johnny
0: calculating computer activated
1: you hear that like balloons, the rubics sound? Like.
4: Oops.
0: Scoring complete. I forgot
4: about that
0: one. <laughs> this game's winner is David Fleming.
3: Excellent. You know, I must have been that stepping up to the plate in the analogy round. Oh, it
1: was cuz yeah, you and I were tied and I for a moment thought, you know, I should win tonight. <laughs> And then as I thought about it more, it's like I have no theme that I can define. Like I've got some some theme molecules floating around. And then you handled your Fire Emblem Warriors food discussion. So David, it had to be you, pal. I, John, Congratulations. I,
2: John, um, I I feel like you know, I should win tonight. It's something that you think every week
5: <laughs> no matter no, the I
1: Don't, man. Why do you think I wrote Sonic Forces on a piece of paper tonight? I wasn't trying to win. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) sometimes these things happen. But uh, anyway, David, we got episode 105 coming up next week. What do you got in mind for a theme?
3: Well, I was thinking, you know what we haven't done in a while Mm. is a company theme.
4: So
3: I'm thinking next week, Sega games. Yeah. Either developed or published by Sega. Interesting.
1: Interesting. That was, I think, our most recent company-focused theme. But, I, you know, they make a lot of games, so let's do it.
4: Yeah.
1: Um, sweet. It'll be the John and Jesse episode. Because, uh, we've used Sonic Mania twice now, and I, you know, that's the only thing. I got. No, I'm kidding, though. No, you know, there's so many different... Somebody's
3: ver- gotta use Sonic Force. Somebody's gotta <laughs> use Sonic Mania a third time. <laughs>
1: yeah. Sonic Mania Plus out yet? Fuck me. Um... <laughs> No, it'll be, be good man fun theme Sega makes fun games and I'm gonna google right now if there's another version of Samba de Amigo please god um, anyway uh, thanks to everybody that uh, was watching along with us live tonight uh, we have a blast every Wednesday night twitch.tv slash youtube.com slash facebook.com slash a lot of fun uh, playing live and chatting along with you guys so thanks for tuning in uh, thanks for downloading in podcast form. We're uh, you know on com and on iTunes and everywhere else Wednesday mornings, so check us out there. Um, and thanks to everybody that goes to Patreon.com slash dot Patreon.com slash GameThatTune is the home for fun exclusives. We've got mixtapes every month. We're trying out new uh, show ideas, little bonus shows for our patrons. Uh, I'm making express mixes when I get the uh, when I get the itch where I just you know boil everything down to just the tunes and a Little bit of trivia skip all the chatter for people that just want a you know nice music filled mixtape every week um, You know we got a lot of fun stuff coming. It's helping us run our 24-7 music live stream on YouTube and uh, you know, We really appreciate the support uh, Special thanks to our super fan tier producers Alex messenger and Lance Revere. You guys are fantastic. Keep it up and uh, thanks to Dire Honchcrow for our request tonight. Uh, if you want to make a request, email us at gamethattune@gmail.com at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at game that tune. Slide into those DMs. Uh, you know, just bug us with video game stuff. We love the attention and we love just talking video games and video game music with people. So find us there or find us individually on Twitter. Uh, I'm on Twitter at jgangsta187. Find John Regan on Twitter at
2: uh, JP Regan Jr. <laughs>
1: <laughs> JP Gangsta oh, Jr. <laughs> You're changing your branding, I love it. Um, find Jesse Moore on Twitter at Sega underscore legend. Hell yeah, and find David Fleming, uh, tonight's winner on Twitter at DFD Fleming? Yes sir. So, uh, D Gangsta, what do you what do you got for bonus tunes tonight? <laughs>
3: Uh, well, I was thinking Sega games, and the theme was revisiting old games we've used, so gotta go back to that well that we love so much from the Sonic and All-Stars Racing <laughs> Transform soundtrack. This is Dream Valley from the Nights track. Aw, oh, nice.
1: yeah! Peace out, y'all! Shovel Knight is copyright 2016, Yacht Club Games. Sonic Mania is copyright 2017, Sega Games Company Limited. Super Mario Odyssey is copyright 2017, Nintendo of America Incorporated. Mystical Ninja Starring Goemon is copyright 1998 Konami Company Limited. Fire Emblem Warriors is copyright 2017, Koei Tecmo Games Company Limited, and Nintendo of America Incorporated. What happened there, John? <laughs> oh, I got J Gangsta stuck in my head. I got gangster on the brain, man. That's just how it goes. <laughs> Uh God! You really—we should all rebrand to my gangsta brand. It's really non-problematic and working out well as a Twitter handle. I should probably change that one day. I want to be taken seriously on Twitter? Yeah, you know, I'm,
4: I'm gonna go That's with Jr. Okay. Harrington Jr.